You are now listening to Shoot the Shit with your hosts, Shawnee Caulfield and Sal Licata. Enjoy the show. Woo! Hey, everybody. This is an exciting time. Uh, you're you're here with uh, Salakata, the guy, the man, um, and um, Shawnee Caulfield, your major mark's favorite major mark. And we're here to, today uh, on our first episode of Shooting the Shit with Shawnee and Sal. Uh, hi, Sal. How you doing today, brother? Good, Shawnee. This is exciting, dude. I mean, we talked about doing. I, I've wanted to do something like this for a long time because as much as you know i get to talk about sports on tv and radio i don't have an outlet to discuss what we both love figures the podcast more importantly you know and recap kind of what we take from that or just give our thoughts on collecting and different things that's going on so i'm glad you were willing to take the time and and do this with me i'm looking forward to it yeah thanks man I, i i was so uh i was i was shocked honestly when you when you reached out to me i was like uh you know i i grew you know not really grew up, but I, I I've listened to you and watched you on TV as a Mets fan for so many years. And, uh, it's, it's my pleasure to be here and I'm super excited to be able to have that outlet, like you said, and to be able to talk about things that happen in the group, you know, things that, that, you know, new toys that come out and, right. you know, how many, how many people do we know outside of the pod that we can talk about that with? you know right no i mean outside for me i text with brian a little bit but usually when brian and i talk and we become friends we we don't generally talk about figures occasionally i will yeah he'll hit me up about something with the mets i'll hit occasionally about something with the figures but i don't really have that outlet and you're right there's no way to turn my wife doesn't give a shit about it (laughs) my friends at work they don't my wife doesn't want to hear about it anymore (laughs) my friends at work don't care about it necessarily so I, I figured, why not team up with you? Because you caught my attention with all the shit that you've been doing in the pod, <laughs> in, in, the, in the Facebook group and the Patreon. So I figured we could have some fun doing it. Yeah, man, I love it. Um, so I, I let's go into it. I mean, let's talk about how, uh, you know, this kind of got started, right? Let's talk about how you met the boys and uh, I met the boys. And and uh, I guess let's start with uh, what, me, like, you know, besides obviously having this creative outlet, uh, what made you, uh, you know, uh, really think about me as a co-host, you know? Well, I, like I said, you caught my attention. I've been, I'm an OG. I've been the original, in the original <laughs> Patreon. I've yep. been listening basically since day one. So, and I thought, I just assumed that you were, but I guess you were not, which <laughs> it was a little surprising to me, but you've caught my attention with all of the stuff that you did. And to me, you have a unique, fun personality. That's what caught my attention. I thought maybe this is somebody that I could get along with and work with here on this stuff. Now, what got me into collecting yep. was listen. I started listening to the Conrad Thompson podcast got and it. there was a promotion on there and a commercial for the major wrestling figure podcast. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And I was thinking oddly enough at the time, Oh, Zach Ryder, he's from long Island. I wonder if he's like a Mets fan or if he watches not even thinking that Brian wears the fucking blue and orange. And I should have known that he was, and then one thing led to another, and I started DMing with Brian. He found out like that I was a fan of the podcast, and I found out that he was a fan of the Mets and SNY, and then we became friends. But listening to their podcast got me into collecting and taught me the right way to collect. 
and I've fallen in love with it. It's been what three, four years, whatever it's been. It's been it's been great. So it's been four years. They just yeah. had that four year anniversary pin, you know. Now, how did you get into it? What did you what got you started? So I got into it. Um, I told this story a couple of times on the MWO, but I want you know, people should know again. Um, so I got into it. I was out of wrestling since 2003. Uh, when when Stone Cold and The Rock left, like that was it for me, man. Those were my guys. Like you like I fucking like I I always wanted to be Stone Cold. Like, you know, who didn't, right? Like, go tell your boss to go fuck off, right? Right? Like, right. you know, who doesn't want to be that guy? And The Rock always had that charisma. Um, like, I wish, like, I mean, imagine if you could make a wrestler out of both of them and just put them into one person. Like, it would be like a mega superstar. But anyway, I got out of wrestling. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm watching. Uh, it's April of 2021. Uh, the baseball season just started. And I'm watching Mets highlight videos. And I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. And suggested videos pops up. Brian opening the starting lineup figures. He had like, right. uh, yeah, he got, I don't know if you remember, Sal, but he got all of the ones that he didn't have. And he opened them I do them remember. Up. Yeah. And, and I watched that video and I'm like, who is this guy? Like, like it, it said somewhere like WWE, you know, and I'm like, this guy's a wrestler and he's a huge Mets fan. So I hit that and bro, <laughs> I think almost like fucking like sixty thousand dollars later, we're here, <laughs> dude. Well, well, that's the thing, and I don't know if you know this, Shawnee, but I was the one, and there is proof of it because if you go back, I wish I, I got to take the time and go back and listen to the original, uh, the early pods. Yeah, but I was the one who came up with that phrase. I tweeted them, and then Brian said it on the air. The major, uh, the most expensive free podcast ever because it dude i was spending money left and right yes yes bro you are spot on when you told me that i was blown away because i always think about that in the back of my head like when i'm pressing like paypal like you know like pay yeah. i'm always like oh my god like whoever made that up is a genius and it was you and it was you me know? no i know and i know there's been a book about it since or whatever that's titled most expensive free podcast ever but yes i and no, i didn't trademark it but i came <laughs> up with that and and by the way, I came up with it before the pod merch. Like yes. it was, it was not about them selling their own merch. At that particular point, it was just about all the shit that I was starting to collect because of them. Yes. And I was yes. hoping, I was like, oh man, you guys gotta, you know, you guys gotta create your own figures and thinking all those things. And obviously, look at where yeah. how far the pod has come in four years. It is legitimately the only podcast that I listen to. Every week. Now, I listen to it early with the Patreon, but yep. every, I know a lot of people have different podcasts. That is it for me. That's the one and only every week for four years. I've listened to that podcast and I love it. That's amazing, bro. I, I'm the same way. Uh, like, I didn't even know what a Patreon was. Like, honestly, like, I, <laughs> I, I, I was listening to April to September. September 12th is my one year. Um, I'm going to do something special for that day um but like you know like like i can't believe it's been a year year since i've been in the group number one number two is 
Like, I, I just, like, I was like, what is a Patreon? And then all of a sudden, like, just listening to it was amazing. But then you have, like, the community and, like, and, and like you said, it's not even the boys. It's like when you see other people posting, like, I got that, I got this, I got that. And you're like, oh, I need to have it, even if you don't need it. <laughs> right, sometimes, right, the FOMO, exactly. And like I said, and I want to get on to some of the topics that we want to of hit course. on yeah, yeah, yeah. this week's podcast and the group here. But, like, I didn't... I, I had some old stuff of my own. I went and collected some old stuff, even from, like I said, listening to the Conrad podcast, which got me itchy for some old LJNs, but I was getting them in bad condition. Like they legitimately taught me how to properly display stuff with stands and detolves that you have to get stuff that's, if you, you know, if, if you can afford it or whatever, that you should get stuff yep. that's clean and mint as yep. opposed to just, you know, beater figs or whatever. So I had, I always had it in me to be a collector, but I had no idea how to properly do it. And I blame those two guys. The amount of money <laughs> I spent on those damn figures. It's insane what's going on with this podcast, but I love it. And bro, I'll have an hour to talk about it, so let's get into it. Bro, your, uh, your collection, Sal, I'm not even like, so Hasbro's, Anything like under 98, because I, I really, it was a short window I watched, right? So it was the Attitude Era from 98 to 2003. That was it. And like you are like what? Like a Hasbro guy? What, what, what do you collect? So it's funny because we kind of balance each other out here. I'm like yes. 85. The, the, the way I always say it, I was in a wrestling from like 86 to 92, roughly. Okay. So that's, that's the area that I generally want to collect. Now, yeah. It, you know, at some points, like you said, certain things happening, like, oh, that could be cool. Like the the new ring, which I know we want to get into here in a few minutes. Yeah. You know, that's something that is not my, you know, area, but it seemed pretty cool. So I forget I go into it. But basically, 85, 86 through 92 is my wheelhouse. LJN and Hasbro are my two favorites. So even though the new gen ring is from that time. Afterward. At, oh, so what I don't do you think. I don't. I I would guess that the new now. I, I say ninety two. I might have gotten out. Let's say mid ninety two. Got it. But got I, it. Got Ma it. Monday Night Raw. I never got into Monday Night Raw. Like that got was it. just you know. Years later, I got back in occasionally. But I'm talking about after I got out and say mid ninety two. I was out for a while. So the new generation stuff. That's probably right after I got out. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. So. I mean, there's so much to talk about. I mean, what do you want to start with, Sal? I mean, like, there's so well, you many. Have, you, you had a list of stuff. He said, all right, Sean, send <laughs> a list. I get a list that's like a book report about the podcast, for goodness sake. I mean, <laughs> just it's narrowed down to a couple of topics. Look, we we want to do an unboxing. We both yep, received yep. the Tell Retros today. Yep. I have it. I ordered it to work here. Got this little box that we're going to. Yep. yep. How great was that, dude, that you could order it and then, boom, ships that, you know, a week and later. Not even. I mean, it was, I, I love that because I think as like collectors were so used to the pre-order system and not being ready for a year and accepting right. that, right? So when even the boys with the bendies, right? I love the bendies, you know? Right. And uh, the boys have started to do that as well. Like when you pre-order, you get it in a month or so, not like three years, you know? Well, dude, that's, that's part of the issue. And look, we'll have plenty of time over the course of the weeks to talk about like this Power Town stuff or- yes. Yes. toys you know i forget all the shit that i've ordered from ringside <laughs> with the you know the mega powers when that all that stuff came out in, in the last whatever months ago it was a couple of months ago like i went nuts but now i forget what i ordered cello yep. toys zombie 
the, you know, all, all this stuff, these outstanding orders, it's hard. So I love when, boom, something pops up, buy it, have it shipped. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's it, it, the price point, right, for four figures. It oh, was like, it, I mean, come on. Like, you can't and, beat it. And I'll tell you, dude, that I am starting to sell off. And that's a whole nother, like, you need a whole nother podcast to talk about selling stuff. Yes. It's so It's so much more difficult than you would think. You buy it, it's easy. Easy come, and then you would hope easy go, but it is not. It's a pain in the neck to get back. Forget about making money. You don't want to lose money on stuff. Exactly. And it's shipping yep. and finding the right spots. But I've learned that I want to just keep it keep it tight with LJN's Hasbro. And now the Mattel Retros are obviously an extension of that. So I'm going to get the ones that I grew up. You know, these guys that got released, the Hart Foundation, Jimmy Hart. And the yep. Russian wrestler, as you said, called Nikolai <laughs> Volkov, Shawnee. How do you not know who Nikolai Volkov is? What did I call him? Nikov? I called him Nikov, I think. I did. <laughs> in the in the pre-show notes, you texted me, oh, uh, you know, Jimmy Hart, Fred Hart, the Angel, and some Russian wrestler. Look up the <laughs> See, this is I, why people are gonna love this podcast, because it doesn't get realer than this shit. You know what I mean? Like let's start, Shawnee. Now, do you have notes that you want to get into about the podcast or you want to go with the uh, generation ring? I mean, I mean, we, let, let's go with the generation and then we'll okay. get into the podcast after that. Okay. You know? Okay. Um the generation ring, I mean, I got two of them, right? Um, and and we were talking earlier, we might do a giveaway ski and spread it out uh of my second one. We're not sure yet, but we're gonna do something like that if you subscribe and like and all that stuff. Uh, but I mean, it's just unreal. Like uh people were complaining though that it was too big the ring, but it's like you can't get everything that you want, right? Like, you know, if it was too small, you know, if it was a little bit smaller, people would say it's too small, right? So, but the doink, I mean, that figure is literally figure of the year candidate. Like I, so I have not, I only ordered one and I don't know if it was about FOMO or what, but as I told you, I'm starting to sell off a little bit. So I didn't, I, I opened it just to take pictures to try to sell thinking it's not my wheelhouse, yeah. but it looks, it looks fucking it's cool. So... Like yeah, I want to play with it. I don't want to display it. I want to yep. play with it. Yeah. But I, I figured, you know, maybe better off selling, although everybody's trying to sell it now. So I haven't even opened it to a point where I've seen the figures, although I've seen plenty of pics of Doink and the Kevin Nash. And you, you, you've displayed it already? You opened them up? No, I didn't. So uh, I've only seen it. So I have both of them in my in the box still. I haven't touched them. But obviously from seeing all the pictures and stuff, it's amazing. It's the entrance for me. I mean, come on. Like, you know what I mean? And the macho. And the macho. So right. I personally collect macho. He's one of my guys. Um, and I, I just needed that macho and a good brother that used to be in the group. Uh, he, uh, so they were two fifty plus shipping at retail. He ended up selling them to me. He had two of them for 300 each. He gave me the brother deal of a lifetime. You didn't even get it on the original release. No. Cause I wasn't in the group. That was August. Wow. Dude, so you're I, that new. That, yeah. So I just missed it, bro. Like literally by half a month, I missed it. Uh, but like, I heard there was a lot of like chaos in the group at that time. Cause people were like, like, uh, you know, broski was telling people it's a great investment, you know, blah, blah, blah. And one thing about broski is he always says what he feels. And I love that. 
Um, but also people don't have money like Broski to buy 11 or 12, right? right. Um, so it's a little different, but he's absolutely right. It was an investment. People, maybe you're not making a thousand dollars on it. Maybe in a couple of years you will, but people have been flipping them for without the macho for like four, four fifty. So right. you're still making 150 bucks on something like a quick flip. You know, yeah. once you get it, you know, I bought it without like I, I didn't buy it intending to sell or make money. I bought it kind of out of FOMO. Brian's like, dude, you got to get this back it. I thought the macho would potentially be cool. You know, I'm an announcer, so I love the announcer stuff. Yeah. Even yep. though that was still a little I have a little memory of him as the announcer at that in that particular outfit or whatever at that time, even though I was out of it by then. But yeah, just because I changed my mind in the year that it took to get here as far as what I want to collect or not. That's why I tried to sell it. But everybody's trying to sell it in a flipper right now. So everybody proper time to sell. Yeah. A hundred percent sell. And that's the thing that people don't realize is when you buy something to flip it. And when, when like people like Matt are giving you advice, he's not saying just flip it right away, you know, like, so, and, and the thing also about Matt, which I need to say is that he puts his money where his mouth is like, right. he, he went and said like, this is an investment. So we bought 13, 11 of them or whatever, right. you know? So I like that. I like when people give advice and they take their own advice, you know, he's, but he's next level, like insane. He is. He is. I mean, what sure. the fuck are you going to do? And I'll tell you, <laughs> like, what are you going to do with 11 of those things? I'll, and I'll tell you this, though. One thing, and dude, this just shows you how crazy collecting is. Uh, years ago, when the the original retro rings came out, he was saying the same stuff. They were talking about, oh, buy these rings off of Amazon. They were 20 bucks, whatever, 25 bucks shipped. And it was to a point where I started to believe him. And I was like, you know, all right, this is going to be a good investment. And I like, you know, stacking the stuff. Use them to make customs, which are big at the time. Yep. So I bought five or six. I forget what it was, whatever. And then, like, I had them. They've taken up space, made a few customs, sold a couple. And then, dude, years later, you can't get them, and they skyrocket. And I'm thinking, yep. damn, even knowing <laughs> that I've gotten burnt from years of not holding on to stuff, something as simple as that, not understanding that even in a year or two, the value would significantly go up on those damn retro rings. And I lost Absolutely. out on that too. Absolutely, bro. And that's what happens. It's like people are so impatient in life uh, in general. And, and they just don't know. Like, obviously, if you see people and what happens is people start undercutting each other because they want to get rid of it. And they're right. like, I spent $300 on this thing and I'm seeing this guy sell it for 500 and no one's biting. And then he goes for 450 and now everybody's losing. You know, so. right. So I, I, for me personally, I listed it a couple of different times, kept coming down because I just wanted to get rid of it. But yep. now I think now I'm thinking, fuck it. I might as well just keep it. And I'll play with it. I don't care. I don't. It's not. <laughs> it wasn't about the money. I'll just check it out and see, you know, see what I can do with it. Maybe have some fun I with it. I need to see pictures it. of you playing with it. I need it. I need it. <laughs> but doesn't it look sick? Like that makes it you, looks amazing, bro. I, I said once to, in the group post, I think, to Broski, or at least he repeated it once on one of the podcasts, that the adult version of playing is organizing and reorganizing. Yes. And yes. I love that shit. I, That's I love so it true. That's yeah, so you, true. You want to sit there and, and play with the stuff, but obviously as an adult, a lot of times yep. you're not going to do that. But I love reorganizing. But with that ring, that make, I mean, that makes you want to – it makes you want to be a kid and play with it again. I think it's a great product. Absolutely. I mean, do you think like most collectors, I have like OCD, ADHD. I right. mean, do you think most collectors have some sort of OCD in them? Like, you know, 
I know, I know I do. And I think that there is a hundred percent something to what you're saying, because even the, and, and it, dude, it's been a mental battle Yeah. and with the, with stuff I don't need or buying extras. Oh, do I, Me need too. Two sets, do I need two sets of retros or two sets of zombie toys? That's a mental battle that, yeah, there is something going on there. The organization skills, knowing that you don't want to miss out the FOMO, all that. I do think there's something to that. And I've tried to get that under control because I think it's unhealthy if it gets out of control. Yeah, so that, that's so I'm bringing. Let, let's talk about whatnot, Sal. Um, so I watch whatnot every Monday. Uh, the boys go on at six thirty usually, and uh, so a major mark um, posted in the group. Um, you know, I'm spending too much money. I gotta get it on hold. You know, and I messaged them uh, privately, and I said. You have to stick to the rules. Like you can make certain, like I found this out myself. So that's why I'm giving the advice. Cause when I came in every, I saw everything for sale and I was like, I need everything. Cause I don't have nothing. And I felt like I was playing catch up, but I was really only doing myself a disservice. So I realized like, and then when everybody sees you buy stuff, Sal, guess what they do? They hit you up when they have something for sale. Right, so, right. so it's like everybody's like hitting you up and, and you're seeing all this stuff. And I got to a point where I'm like, I have to make my rules. So my rules are major pod or friends of the pod and macho man. Those are my rules. Okay. And I and have it, it. That, that I have. That's it. I have exceptions like like. Like these, right? Like, say, well, then what are you doing with the retros? So I do what. So what I started doing was, now I get the the heels and faces, right? And I'm like, wait, but the retros go perfect with the heels and faces, right? So I I need them because I have the heels and faces, so I need the retros, and the retros are reasonably priced. If they weren't fifty dollars, I wouldn't have got them, you know. So that's why. But like I said, I think people. Don't feel pressured, guys. Like, I promise you, nobody it, it, nobody cares if you buy something or not, you know? So perfect, perfect example of this is even for me with LJNs, which I love. I listened to the pod. I didn't even know that there was a variant of a no stars macho man LJN. There's no stars on his trunks, right? Okay. And then, then they're talking, Broski's talking about it. No, oh, you need that to complete or the no the no stripes be brian blair figure got it. these are these are expensive rare figures that like only a collect a real collector like nobody who comes and sees my collection would have any idea what that even is yeah they're not so gonna the, know well, yeah and i don't even care necessarily about it so because though my mind is so nuts and like oh well i need to be a completist or i have to have this the mental aspect of it i ended up selling them we're like fuck it i don't care yeah. i got my complete collection these are they're ridiculous variants anyway. Get some of that money back. So you're right. Things like that where it can get out of control where you start yeah. thinking, I need this or I need that, even though you really don't you need don't. that. Remember, it's our collection. It's your collection, right? So, you know, how many people come and look at my collection? Not really anybody, right? So right. remember, like, don't feel pressured. And I just need to give that PSA because I think a lot of people end up spending money they don't really have, you know? Right. And uh, I hate to see that. I hate to see when, because uh, I love the group. I love everybody in the group. And I really don't want anybody to be put out by that peer pressure, you know? Especially now with all the different options. It is, as they always say, it's a great time to be a figure collector something is going to be in your wheelhouse yes. you cannot have it all 
You cannot have representation for everything. Like those damn Funko Pops. I started <laughs> having a couple of them, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But, dude, it's endless. Endless. And it never ends. Yep, yep. I, I had to stop that shit. And, like, yep. and I get, like, if you love it, that's your thing. That's great. But there's no exactly. way to do everything. Yeah, 100%, Sal. I agree. But whatnot, like, so the boys, they go on whatnot. And whatnot is kind of like, I've sell, I've, I've done a couple shows and it, it's really exciting. It's it, it's the bidding aspect, right? Because you're bidding against somebody. So I think what happens is like, say something is on the market and you could buy it for $40. If the boys sell it, it's going for 120 right? right. And, and like, nobody thinks about that in the moment because they're pressing bid, right? And it's like exciting and you have Matt cheering you on, you know what I right. mean? So it's All like, right, yeah. it's just exciting. So, I mean, it, it's just, it's good, but that's how they, you know, that's how the boys make part of their living. It is what it is. You can't hate them for it. You know what I mean? Like, no, so I think it's cool. I, I haven't checked out all of them, but I've seen some of them. Yeah. I like watching it more so than being an actor. Me too. Person. I started, I started to just realize like, I'm, I, I don't want this, like most of this stuff, like I don't like ring wear gear. So like everybody knows, like I pay, like I'll pay a hundred dollars for them to rip their shirt. Right. So like, that's what I do now. Like I collect now why? Them. Why is that your thing? What about that? It's funny. Like one day, like broski was like, if we get this to a hundred dollars or $200, I'll rip my shirt for everybody and I'll send it to you. So now I got Dylan, a hornswoggle shirt ripped. I got, uh, 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 Ethan Page to do it. I got uh, Broski to do it, and Dan Housen, you're next, sucker. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's I, so much has gone on in this wrestling week, Sal. I mean, this AEW stuff is just like, I mean, I've never been a fan of CM Punk, I've never been a fan of him. Um, I, I think that, uh, it like he he said things before about his fans like oh who would buy sweaty trunks like hey is he right i wouldn't buy sweaty trunks that's not my thing but i'm not gonna judge you for it right you know if, if that's what you, you would like, you would buy sweaty trunks but you buy a ripped shirt. i buy a ripped shirt yeah <laughs> right so so to each his own like i don't he i've never exactly been a fan of, of i've never really been a fan of of cm punks anyway but again i have in and out of the wrestling in recent years but i do pay of attention course. to some of this newsworthy stuff that's been going on and he just seems like a guy who i don't know is a bit of a dick no yeah man like he was like talking like it's his company he's like you know i'm trying to run a business here and i'm like what and and tony khan if you watch his face he's just sitting there like like a little kid like and i'm like bro like i get being kind like be, I'm, there's nobody that's kinder than me. Like pure hearted. Like I love. Uh, like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just, yeah, no. I mean it like I really like. I have a kind soul, and uh, like I learned very early in age that you cannot, you have to let people know that there's a line, that you can only be kind so much until you gotta lay the Lord down right. because people gotta know they can't fuck with you. You know, right. Well, because I, it's, it, you don't want it to be mistaken for weakness, obviously. Exactly. And people often take it for a weakness. And yeah. I always say it's my biggest strength. You know, look, look at me like like I'm, I'm a nobody in a, in a podcast group. And in two months, thank God, I, you know, 
when that and them all posting about me in the picture, I got over and, and it was, it's amazing. And it's, and I love it. And I love everybody <laughs> for it, you know, but that doesn't have people, people literally thought that I was um like, like ribbing them. They thought I was ribbing them. They thought that I wasn't really nice when I first joined the group because other people were doing that. They were joining the group, pretending to be nice, giving stuff away. And then they were, uh, like, uh, like, and then like, it, like being mean after, you know? Yeah, no, I look, uh, your personality has come through to me in the group, which is why, you know, I, like I said, I reached out to you. I thought that you have the unique personality and you're a nice guy and all that stuff. And you do a lot of charitable stuff. I did think at some point you were going to turn heel. You start, <laughs> people are waiting. You're eventually going to piss people off and rub people the wrong way at some point. I already have, uh, you know, but it is what it is. I can't make everybody happy. And uh, that's the thing. You never can. I never can. As long as I'm myself and we're true to ourselves, that's all I care about. And so, so off of that, I know you mentioned the CM Punk stuff. And yeah, yeah. Like this podcast is going to be about us shooting the shit, just about all these different things that are topical on the Facebook group or the collecting or whatever. Uh, you know, more from the podcast, because that's what we listen to and love and want to have an outlet to discuss it. The controversy that seems to never stop in the Facebook group, it is tiring. Like, I don't really pay attention to the current wrestling stuff, so I don't even understand it. But I learn about it through the group. But, man, these posts, I just don't get it. Why so much negativity? Especially, it seems like lately there's been a lot of negativity in the group. You know what it is, I think, with... uh with the negativity um, we're so used to having like a positive group and, and, and when something negative happens, it's magnified because it doesn't happen so often. Right. Like when you really look at it, right. Like the negative posts are like one out of a thousand. Right. But in our heads and, and from other people making it a bigger issue, it becomes a bigger issue now. And I think more people see it, and they're like, hey, now, like, this group is, like, like it's filled with controversy, like you said. And I don't think, uh, you know, I disagree with you. Um, I don't think that it's filled with controversy. I just think that, uh, I think that people want attention sometimes, and they seek it out in the group. And we're not used to, like, especially me, when I first came in the group, it was so positive, like, I loved it. I'm like, oh my God, this is my oasis. Like I belong right. here, you know? Right. But I mean, what do you think about that? I, I think it's magnified, you know? I do think, pe- well, I do think that's what's great about the Facebook group is people have an outlet, right? That's why we want to do this podcast because for me, it was not enough of an outlet. I love it. And I love sharing pictures of my collection and talking to other people or seeing other people's collection, yes. how they display stuff. I love it. But when you start getting into you know, opinions of stuff that have nothing to do with figures. Yes. That's where, and, and even opinions on figures are controversial, whether somebody's shitting on zombies figs or whatever, or yeah. something else, you know, n- not everybody's going to be happy with that one. Well, guys ripping the boys for certain things, the prices, like I, I never understand that, but, but that's just me, but you know, you're right. I think people want an outlet. They want their voice to be heard. And everybody should have their own opinion. Like I don't agree with just, like right. deleting posts and like that stuff. Like, I don't agree with that. Everybody should be titled entitled to their opinion as long as they do it respectfully. Like if you are really not being disrespectful and you're just trying to get your point across, that is totally okay with me. Even if I don't agree with you, you know? Right. 
You're so, you're eventually going to become a heel. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, they, hey, I've been seen with Sunil a couple of times, so everybody's yeah. getting ready for that, you know? But Dude, I can't wait. I can't wait to talk to you like after the live shows and all that stuff. I think it's so much fun, especially for you who goes to all these. You know, I still have not been to a live show and I'm oh, dying to go. I want to go in Sal. Orlando so I can go to Disney. Bro, Sal, we got to get you to Orlando. Bro, Live 11 was my first live show. It was the it's the best live show I've ever been to uh, to this day. And I've been to like four now. Um uh, yeah, 11, 12, 13, 14. So, so this is going to be my fifth one in January. Something about the tin roof, Sal, the way it's set up, it is like a venue. So there's a, there's a stage and then there's uh, like round tables all over the place. And then there's a bar. So it's like the perfect venue. So after the show, we sat around and hung out with Matt and all, all right. you know, Kevin Nash for like three hours after. And it was just, it was like the, the time of my life, man. I'm so, I'm so, <laughs> bro, I, this is why I'm so excited for the podcast. Cause like I did a, like I started to do a vlog after the live show. Yeah. yeah. And I realized I was like, the vlog is not enough for me. I need to, like, right. I, I, I see other people like the boys talking about how great it was. And like, I'm part of that greatness. So I want to be like saying like right. how great of a time I had. And, and I'm so happy we could do it. And I really hope you come uh, if you can, if your busy schedule allows you to. In the January. problem with that weekend, as a matter of fact, I remember last year that I invited Brian and Raleigh Allen. You know Raleigh Allen? He yes, over the, the security, yeah. the major pod security. Yeah, head of security. Yeah. I love Raleigh. He's actually, I love him. He's a, he's a like great, him too. great guy. We've become good friends. So I had him over. Brian was supposed to come, but he got snowed in. Oh. In Orlando. Oh, yes, yes. Because right. I got home the day before it snowed, bro. Right. They so stayed he, the weekend. He Yes, he had to end up staying because he got snowed in. Yes. So he couldn't make it, so I was stuck with Raleigh alone. But the problem with those weekends are that it's like usually playoff football. So oh, that's that's, big... that's true, bro. That's what is true. The, what's the exact date on it? They didn't give an exact date yet, but okay. Bro, uh, Broski said that it's on a Saturday, and it might be the second week of January. So that's what they said, but they didn't like give the official date yet. Right, so it's probably going to be football playoffs, but either way, I'm sure there'll be plenty more, and I get why they for sure, scared. for sure. Even yeah. we did the New York hangout, Sal. Like yeah. I was, like I, I didn't know, like we were, we we spoke, right. but like I didn't really speak to you at the time. But... I know, and I've been, I've been talking, like I'm friends with some of the others in the group. I've met DCA when he was in there. I'm curious yeah. to know what the hell happened with him, why he bailed. But <laughs> uh, I've talked with Lapuma. I've talked with some others, and you know, DM'd or whatever a little bit. Yeah. I have to get out to one of these live events. I'm looking forward to whenever that may be. I'm looking forward to my first one. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know who. Like, I I remember thinking like when the DCA stuff happened, like, oh man, man, like, I wish I would be an admin. But bro, you couldn't pay me to do that job. I a feel, lot of work. I, I, bro, and and it's a thankless job, and I feel so bad for Billy sometimes because I know Billy is such a kind person, and and uh, I don't agree with him all the time, and I tell right. him, and we, we speak about it cordially. Right. Um, but like. It's just I, like I really I'll just speak on this quickly, but I, I really feel like it's such a thankless position and uh, it's really it puts you in a tough spot, you know? Yeah, I that's a, that's a thankless job. But it is cool to be a part of the group, the major wrestling figure podcast family. Right. To, Absolutely. A hundred percent. 
We're looking at here. We're going to do the unboxing. What do you want? Anything yeah, else? let's do it. Yeah, let's do the unboxing, bro. Yeah, yeah. So let's do it. Anything else from the pod? That, now, how do you want to do this? Do we both open them both up or you want to do we split it up two and two? It doesn't matter to me. What do you think? I don't know. Let's see what we got here. Somebody got two anvils. Did you see that? No. People so, have already been opening them up. Yeah, and and they posted in the group. They got two anvils instead of one Brett and one anvil. They got two anvils. Now, what are you doing with your second set? Why'd you buy two? I bought two because I really am a mint on. I, bro, I was oh. never a mint on card guy. Right. And I have to say, now I've become one because what happens if I want to sell the set? I need it to be mint on card. Because yeah, but that, that's the thing, and then you start getting to three. Why, so I only why, keep why it two. I only keep it two because, uh, you know, or unless I'm doing like a giveaway, I'll buy three, you know? Dude, this is so sick. I love this. Not only because it's my wheelhouse of the, you know, the actual wrestlers, but the package takes you back. I mean, it looks like Hasbro. I love, to, to your point, I would not be into the retros. Matter of fact, I had all the original retros. I sold them and kept just the... The older guys, like JYD, Iron Chew, or actually I didn't keep them. I had to go back and buy them typically. Got it. But, but this plus zombie figs, perfect. I can't wait. And I'm waiting anxiously here to order these, the the giant, the, the 200, the giant figures, the King Kong Bundy. Oh, yes. Yeah, he but, said uh, it came out uh, today that the uh, the Danhausens are almost ready for from uh, Heels and Faces from Zombie. And the, the Series 2 pre-order is going to be up soon. For Zombie. No, <laughs> I have that hat. My grandma had that hat, bro, growing up. Dude, Nick, the old oh, that Russian guy. Nikolai Volkov, come on. Uh, bro, I swear to God, Grandma Caulfield, she wore that hat to church. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will be honest. I don't need... Are you going to open it? Or, no, you're keeping it I'm on a, card? No, no, no. I'll open it. Yeah. Are you going to keep I yours on card? No, I'm going to open them up. Okay. I don't know about right now. I mean, I could open it up. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, man. The, oh, look at this Brett, bro. When I first saw that, I thought that the heart was way too high. And then I went back and looked at pictures, and it is in the right spot. So it is okay. Yeah. I, I thought mean, that it was because I in my mind's eye, I remember being a little lower than it seems like that's up by his chest, but it's accurate. Do you remember, Sal? Or is this the same action that, that they had when they were when they were made? What do you mean? Like, does the figure have the same actions as they did when they were made? When they were made when? Uh like when like because these are just like like old figures, right? Or no? No, this this is a new these. Oh, okay. Me? Yeah, yeah. I, man, this hat that, does not come off, by the way. I don't think. <laughs> does it? No. No. All right. Break. Oh, let's do it. Let's just rip it. It hurts my soul, but I got to do it. Oh, I could. I could have done without the Volkov. I mean, it's cool though to pair with the Iron Cheek, but there's so much Volkov. Stuff. You gotta put, you gotta put one guy that's not gonna sell in there, right? So right, I guess so. So Plus, I hate, I hate the new movements. No, so yeah, these are the same movements as the recent, re, recently released retros from Mattel. Got not it. Like the Hasbro. Not the Hasbro's. Got it. Right. Look at the Hitman on the on the trunks, bro. Hold that's on. sick. That's really cool. I mean, they're just really, they're just simple. They, Great figures. They've done it perfectly, too, with the four at once in the box that it's in. 
I love it. I'll keep these cards. I don't. I don't need to keep mints on cards. But... Imagine, yeah. imagine getting one of these, like running full speed at one of these things. <laughs> now, now, like, do you watch the Heart Foundation ever or no? Uh, yeah. So I, 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 I went back and I watched a lot of them. You know, a lot of matches, a lot of you know. I, I've done my research. You know, I, I love this too. You look at the card. Oh yes, the card. To have that right. Oh, yes, yes. Good. I didn't rip it on the... the... Gorilla Monsoon dubbed the master technician Bret Hart the excellence of execution. Jim does the tilt. Look at this one. Look at He looks like he's doing like the Bill Simmons workout. The Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> that is a... That's a sick figure. See, this is the one, Shawnee, that is the big one because you never had Jim the Anvil. Ah, so it fills in the collection. Yeah, right. You, well, I mean, you didn't have the Heart Foundation in particular, but you had Brett, solo Brett. But you got the Anvil where he ended up teaming up with um, uh, Coco Beware, was it? Yeah, where they would be. I forget what the hell the name of the tag team was. but Got it. High energy. I think it was high energy. Look at this. You get the wow. Manager. This is. I didn't so Jimmy Hart either, but. This is the Jimmy Hart that Broski had, right? Like he had the pro, the one that, this is the unreleased one. No, I don't know. You're you talking about Greg the Hammer Valentine? You're oh, Greg that. Sorry, yeah. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Right, the Rhythm and Blues, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yes, yes, I'm sorry, bro. Yes, Dude, thank this, you. This figure is sick. This this Jim the Anvil Nightheart figure is sick. I love the Anvil. open mouth. Anvil on the pants, the glasses, the open mouth, the, the, the body movement that they have here. I forget what they call this one here, but this is perfect. It says it on the back, right? Uh... The anvil slam. <laughs> it says mash opponents with the megaphone. <laughs> oh, look. Look, see, look at this action. It like hits you with the megaphone. <laughs> That's cool. Volkov, whatever. Anvil, dude, this is a 10 out of 10, this figure. They nailed it. Yeah, you're right. Anvil is Man. definitely. Even the Jimmy Hart. Bro, bro, look at the face. Yeah, that looks good. And and it's just like it's so, and then it has the back. I mean, it's just great. Like it's really, uh, really. I I give this set like a like a nine out of ten in general. You know, you have the first set too. Oh look, and this comes apart, bro. Oh, it does. It comes out. It comes out. It's it's like look, it's put together with like that piece of plastic. You see? I gotta open that one next. Yeah, Brett look. Hart. I don't love Brett's face, but nobody ever loves Brett's face in. <laughs> In the figure aspect. That, oh, yeah, I see. Yes. How come they never get the sunglasses right? Like, I just yeah. don't get it, you know? How hard these, is it to make a pair of thick. sunny shine glasses? Sun, sun, shiny sunglasses. <laughs> these are these are beyond sick. I love these figures. This these are awesome, man. These are like... It's like, how could you not get these for $50? I mean, it's just now, like... Jimmy Hart, he looks too... Like, the upper torso is too thick i'm and i'm not one of these perfectionists oh it's got to be perfect yeah 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 i get it it's like mean gene but it's it's still too big jimmy jimmy hall was a scrawny dude like this body is a little too big for me oh i'm jimmy hall i'm out for the south <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's tied in so that does come out and his, the color of his skin looks weird I don't know. It feels like it looks weird, but this is sick. These are, this is great. I think I heard something, Sal, that there was like, 
there was like a black Jimmy Hart figure. Did you ever hear yeah. about this? Yeah, the original San Francisco toy maker. <laughs> bro, like, what were they thinking, bro? Like, what? <laughs> oh, bro, you're right. This, bro. That, bro. How sick is that figure? Oh, my gosh. That's this, a 10 out of 10. You're this is the highlight of the set. A hundred percent. The Hitman's cool, but we've had plenty of Hitman Hasbro's. Like, yes. Just go with the anvil. Jimmy Hart. It's cool to have the manager. I'm not knocking the making of him, but the figure itself is whatever. Yeah. This anvil is sick. That's a 10 out of 10. Right he here. looks like, like a mom that's like working out. Like, yeah, 10, 9, 8, <laughs> 7, 6. <laughs> You're sick. Oh, man. That's All right. Well, that was I love unboxing stuff. Isn't it the best? This is why we love toys, bro. It is cool. My wife. I can't wait to me, get home. I can't wait to get home at what time? Uh, Six a.m. in the morning. Oh man, brutal, brutal! Put these back. Put these in their right place next to the zombie figs, next to the old retros. Put Volkov with Sheik. <laughs> Did you get any of the the original retros or no? No, I didn't. So I I I only got the macho. That's it. That's all I got. And I also have the macho LJN as well. Um, because I, I, you know, like I said, I collect everything macho, but mint on card or no? Uh, no, Lucy. Ooh, I got one of those, Shawnee. If you want to, oh, we might have to make a deal, ski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, bro, this is the. My wife asked me one time. Um, her her mom and dad. We went on. We went to Florida, and I went like I, I was like, hey, I gotta go uh, meet my uh, my friend Matthew Balk, who he's a major mark. He actually designed the Stone Cold belt. Um, he was the first person I met, uh, a major mark. He was the first major mark I met. And I was in Florida at my in-laws, um, and we went fig shopping. And I came home, and I had all these figs. And my wife is like, why do you, I was, she's like, do you collect because you didn't have it as a kid? And I said, absolutely. Because I didn't have any of these things as a kid. I had, like, a Vince McMahon bone cruncher and, like, right. that, that's it. <laughs> it was it was cool for me to go back and collect stuff that I had as a kid and stuff that I would want as a kid but just didn't get it. You know, you're not, yes. you yes. you don't have the money or whatever the reason may be. You're not, you know, don't know how to get access to complete the collection. So, yeah, absolutely. Do you have a hard time standing the uh, this guy, the Nikola? Yeah, Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> You're sick. Yes, because of that stupid leg kick. I hate. Yes, that. yes. Oh, uh, that's the only negative, guys, that I see from this set. Really, is is that uh, it's hard to stand him up in a good position because he kicks. You know, the, the anvil is sick. This is worth this was worth uh, the anvil was for sure. I would have paid $20 for just the anvil, you know, right? Um, but, but I do love the way they do it. And I'm looking forward to the next couple of releases, too. Yeah, I love it, too. Um, uh, FWF is in uh, October. Are you planning on uh, going to that or I don't I don't think so, because, again, it's a football Sunday. I did go to the first ever FWF live. I was there when they recorded it. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, but I don't think I believe it is a Sunday, right? October yeah. what? Oh, uh, yeah. It's uh, it, I think it's a it's October 9th. What is October 9th? Saturday? That is a Sunday. It's yeah. a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I, just so people know, Sal, explain to them why, uh, because you're you, you're on SNY, you're on WFAN. Well, I do. Right, I'm, for a living, I do sports talk. So like football Sundays are really non-negotiable. Like even I tell my wife that. And plus, that's playoff time, too. So I don't know. I mean, the Mets and Yankees both going to be in the postseason. Yep. So I can't. I already told my wife, keep the calendar clear in October because <laughs> – yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. October yeah. is going to be a crazy month for me. So that's why, yeah, football Sundays are tough uh, because I need to watch these games. And I do love to do it. But I would love to go to one of these live shows uh, and hang out. And, man, the Orlando one, the Orlando one is always tempting just because of I would love to hang out with the boys and, you know, with you guys and go yeah, to yeah. Disney. Go hit Bro. up and, and have fun doing that. Broski was talking uh, – we'll wrap it up soon. But Broski was talking about uh, – how he was thinking about maybe having this extra deal that he'll charge uh, whoever wants to do it. Like, uh, like the first 10 people who pay a hundred extra dollars or he, he just said like, you know, that's not said obviously, but he said he's going to uh, charge. They might charge some major marks and they will go around to like Disney and stuff like that. Go get drinks, you know, like kind of like a private like tour, uh, and get to hang out with the boys as well, like private. Yeah, see, that would be that would be cool. I love that they do that. They're so accessible. They're I think so that's accessible, makes, man. That's, that's what makes the pod cool. You don't feel like you're you, you feel like you're a part of it. Yes, you know, you feel like you're just on the outside looking in. They make every it's all inclusive. They make it's everybody a part. A hundred percent, and that's why you're right. That's why the we were talking about like hey, like what what is going to make us. Uh, success right and it's being relatable and consistent right and those are the two things that you really need to make a show uh well you know like do well you know yeah but, and we need to organize a little bit better next time going in the show for sure but i'm <laughs> i am super excited that we got to do this out and i'm so excited yeah. for the future episodes because i know we're gonna crush it and i wouldn't want to do it with anybody else honestly uh besides you and i just want to say to the major marks that i love you uh, and I just want to say thank you for watching this and supporting. Please make sure you like and subscribe and follow us wherever, you know, whatever links I post, make sure you follow. So you want to end it out? No, I mean, I just think this is episode one and we hope to continue to get better and grow it. This is a passion project for both of us. I love it. Just shooting the shit with you for an hour. Keep it simple. We'll be more structured, maybe moving forward. But basically the idea is, Talk about what's going on in the collecting community off of listening to the podcast. That's what it all bases off of. We love the podcast. We listen to the podcast and we go from there and stuff that they talk about on the show or stuff that is you know relevant in the collecting world off of that. We can get into all that stuff and whatever topics in the Facebook group, If even if there's some wrestling stuff. Um, whatever that may be, sports collecting stuff. If that happens to pop up, then just shoot the shit about whatever, Shawnee. Yep, I agree. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We love you. We hope you have the best day. Remember, you are always loved. And, and that's it. We're out of here. <laughs>